0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Frame by Frame, a podcast all about your favorite movies, TV shows, and sometimes anime. I'm your host, and Joining me today is my lovely co-host, Brandon. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. Everything seems to be looking up this week. How are you
0: in your first week of classes? Oof. Classes, not so well. Me, not too bad. Um, But yeah, (laughs) Uh, it's been busy. Class load has been busy. But uh, but yeah, the weekend's finally here. Had some fun last night. Slept late. Woke up late. But uh, yeah, uh, gonna take Saturday off. Just relax a bit, and back to work from tomorrow. So yeah, tell me about your weekend. How's how's it been so far?
1: Well, aside from feeling fatigued and mildly sick, I missed having a beach day today. But I can still say we had our last really good beach day on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, took my son up north. Uh, if anybody knows the boston new hampshire area we went to hampton beach where they have a bunch of arcades a huge boardwalk and he had an absolute blast we were there till probably from 9 a.m to 6 p.m so we were we were up there all day
0: and then work 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 and now that sounds that sounds like a friday evening well spent at the beach
1: well that was a monday
0: Oh, that was a Monday. It oh, was okay. a
1: Monday because it was wow. a holiday on Monday. Oh yes, so it I was got, a long. Weekend. I got the extra day off. And we had it a beach a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friday was me sleeping off fatigue, um, <laughs> so not the best Friday I can plan for.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Oddly, this week was very tiring when it was only a four-day work week. Something about yeah. something about this week just felt super tiring to me as well. I've just been feeling very lazy, but uh, but yeah, caffeine, caffeine's getting me through it. Uh, but uh, before we get into movie, TV show talk, there's one thing I'd like to talk about. Uh, it's games, video games. Uh, I'm currently playing Starfield, and uh, my God, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's, it's a you seem game. to be. There's yeah, been a lot a of chatter, game. a lot of chatter in Discord. You, yeah, I was. Kevin. I was hoping it was gonna be Flopfield because um, you know I counterpicked this game for fantasy. I thought it wasn't gonna do very well, uh, but boy, I was wrong. It is one of the best RPGs I've ever played. So good, so big, so many dialogue options. The gunplay is better than some shooters. Like, absolutely amazing. Uh, Ship combat, ship design. There's nothing you can't do with this game. The only thing that probably isn't the best are, like, the graphics, I would say. The graphics aren't great, but, again, that's sort of expected from a Bethesda game these days. They're In all never, honesty, yeah. yeah. That is expected look... from Bethesda. Yeah, you, you got to look at the other things. They
1: actually mm-hmm. knocked a new game out of the park.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I have and to say, the for the absolute... first time, you know, Bethesda game at launch isn't riddled with bugs. That's yeah. crazy. I haven't come across one big bug yet. Uh, and I'm like, what, around 11 hours in so far. So, yeah, that's a sign. I love the fact that
1: I saw somebody built a, a ship entirely out of corner pieces. Yeah. so that it cheeses the enemy ai to thinking they can't shoot you because they're just shooting through an empty hole that
0: <laughs> that the, is so
1: the ship is literally like this by this and the the um the guy in the video was fighting like the hardest enemy ship in the game like end level secret boss and it's just fire and rockets and everything dead center mass but it can't hit center mass because there
0: is no center mass. That is crazy. Wow. Yeah, that, that's the thing about Bethesda games and RPGs. Like, people come up with all sorts of stuff like this. Yeah, but it comes something out. fun and like that is going to
1: get real patched out quick. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. uh, what was it? Fallout 76's underground bases. Mm-hmm. Once that was found out a week later, boom, done. <laughs> nope, can't build stuff underground. Yeah. We patched that problem.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited to see what the modding community does with this game. because I feel like there's a lot of potential. They could do like a whole Star Wars mod if they wanted to. Not
1: today. It came out today. Somebody has a 21-page document on how to build a Star Destroyer. Wow. It takes three separate mods, and it lagged the dude's game like beyond belief. (laughs) But the mods he put in allowed you to build outside the generic range
0: but he built a functional star destroyer. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I assume you can also build the X-Wings. Yep. All the Star Wars stuff you can think of. So, yeah. I mean, the potential is there for it. Star Trek as well. Uh, the Discovery stuff. I mean, Starfield is based around Discovery, so they could have, you know. Yeah. so yeah. I, I haven't been playing anything new new. I finished my Platinum
1: on Sakuna, Rice, and Ruin. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the Platinum on Monochrome Mobius. Uh, when I did the review for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just started Saints Row because it was free this month. The new on one? PlayStation Plus. The remake? Yep, the remake, which Ooh. I have to say, so far it still has the comedic elements of the original one, but mm-hmm. they took out the outlandishly stupid things like the dildo bat. Right. <laughs>
0: At least I haven't gotten that far yet to see if it's in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, what do you think about the art style? Because a lot of people are complaining about it, weren't a fan of it. The they new- went more of a GTA route. O- originally, it's it's very similar
1: to like Saints Row 2. Okay. Once they went Saints Row the 3rd and they made it like, oh, you can be superheroes or mm-hmm. you get these kind of special powers. And then, like, get out of hell. This The, uh, the right. little DLC side story for Saints Row 4 mm-hmm. where you're in a simulation. Like, okay, you, you took a franchise that you wanted to be a... Grand Theft Auto competitor and you you did a bunch of
0: coke and took it off the rails. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that was the essence of St. I played uh, 3 and 4. I thought they were really fun. Uh, and oh, the yeah. new one... Did you play the first two? No, I didn't play the first two. The I first
1: one that. is almost a carbon copy, Grand Theft Auto. The second mm-hmm. one gives you a little bit more of their fantasy elements into it. hmm Three is when they really took off and yeah. started going. Yeah, and their that, own that's
0: record. that's what I enjoyed personally because obviously, if I want to play something like GTA, I might as well play GTA. Yeah, Saints Row, that was like okay, you can do whatever you want, go ham, and uh, yeah, I feel like I felt like that was fun. And then the new game sort of changed that. They went back to the roots of it was more I would say it was more like Saints Row two, where, yeah. you know, with semi realistic but also some comedic elements, some more outlandish things sprinkled in there. The art style very Fortnite-y. You know the Fortnite style art style? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. Fortnite to me, the this, I'm gonna say this now, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this to everybody watching this. You can see it on Discord too. I will fight you to the end of the earth. Fortnite is a terrible game. I agree. I know you weren't gonna fight me on it. <laughs> uh, it no, Fortnite uses a pseudo cell shaded art style, which I love. Cell shaded art styles, it, it can mm-hmm. really pop colors and bring out what they do but it's it's not even close whereas Saint the new Saints Row remake is closer to like GTA 4 in realism. Hmm. Interesting. Well like let's GTA say you 4. took GTA 4, you mapped a remaster cover over it and you're getting a little bit better. You still hmm. have all the weird oddities that you can do in Saints Row like oh my dude has a giant package or and breasts but Hooray, it's Saints Row. Let's make things wacky. Like right now my guys walking around with a deer skull on his head. <laughs> yeah. Just big old deer skull horns up to high heaven just walking mm-hmm. around. Doing this little rave
0: just like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, having- I, that's that's my favorite part of Saints Row when you get to do stupid stuff like that. Uh but yeah, Starfield great, Saints Row great. Uh let's talk about some movies and TV shows now, right? Talk what, have about you, DC? what have you watched recently? Anything notable?
1: Um, i watched the last two John Wicks. So I, mm-hmm. I'm all caught up now with John Wick 4. What do
0: you think of John Wick 4? Oh,
1: beautiful. Absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful the way that they finished that movie. I agree, yeah. Uh, well, well, last one of the best endings. action
0: movies I've ever seen. Yep.
1: John Wick 4. And a lot of it, the cinematography and shot style are based off of old um, Bruce Lee movies. Mm-hmm. Specific yeah, it was are, yeah mm-hmm. yeah our core specific fight scenes are choreographed as if they were Bruce Lee at a modern time
0: yeah I mean i I feel like that action choreography team if they ever do a wildcat movie in DC they should be choreographing yeah. that that would be insane epic but uh but yeah anything else besides John Wick my uh, wife's watching Harry
1: Potter for the umpteenth time again but that's her her comfort movie what's what's your favorite Harry Potter movie? My favorite, mm-hmm. I'd have to say, it's probably Deathly Hallows Part One. Deathly I'm Hallows,
0: interesting. I'm,
1: i I always love Chamber <coughs> of Secrets. I always thought, why doesn't Harry just kill people? Like you, <laughs> like there, there, there's a scene in where, what we were watching yesterday. I think it was Prisoner of Azkaban, mm-hmm. and Malfoy's dad is just going off on uh, <laughs> a tangent. To Potter, I'm like, you know spells. You can throw your wand in that dude's open mouth while he's having a monologue and just cast a wind spell, <laughs> <clears throat> blow out the back of his head. Guess what? No more problem
0: with this Death Eater. But yeah, I mean, again, same thing with Voldemort. You know, when people are saying, I would take out of Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that meme with Voldemort, right? The time he takes to say Avada Kedavra. Yeah, people can just kill him. <laughs> uh, are are you aware of the YouTube channel? How it should have ended? They yes, I am from yeah. the. They made a bunch of parodies on Harry Potter, man. I love their Harry Potter videos. So funny. I, I had a thought yesterday that my wife looked at me like, you're an idiot.
1: <laughs> I was like, all right. So Harry is a whore crew of Voldemort. Mm-hmm. So they both really can't die. Mm-hmm. Harry's the only one that could technically die because he's a human imbued with the horcrux. Right. But Voldemort, if you grabbed his gangly ass, dragged him out to a pool and just held him underwater. What happens? <laughs> Does he eventually pass out? But is he is he theoretically immortal or would he just come up like an hour later after floating and just <laughs> oh god I'm alive again.
0: <laughs> That's interesting. I'm not sure. Hmm. That may be a question for uh our Harry Potter fans on Discord. Guys know the answer. <laughs> Pingo. here
1: are morbid harry potter questions from brandon
0: <laughs> uh but yeah uh what i i've so i've i think i mentioned this before i was watching the show called this is us i've been continuing it now oh you oh you you're, you're watching this is us yeah i'm watching this is us oh. have you watched it we watched it day oh my in, god. day out it is from the the pilot episode so oh I, my god this I show didn't get the chance to binge any of it it's just it was it's... beautiful it plays with your heart, man. I don't think I ever, ever cried that much in, for you, a show. You knew the ending from the end of the first season, but it still didn't hurt any less watching exactly. that finale. Exactly. I mean, I, I haven't watched. I haven't. I'm only. I'm currently on season three. Uh, okay. So no, no, no spoilers, please. Oh no, no it's <laughs> um, been long enough. Just, where I forgot most yeah. of it. They've just come across uh, their long lost uncle Nicholas Pearson, so that's interesting.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, Uncle Nick. So that,
0: that's that's where I am right now. And, uh, yeah, that episode in season two where he's cleaning the kitchen, he leaves the note, he turns the cooker off, and the cooker lights itself off. Oh, my God, that show. That I was yep. in tears because you, you knew exactly what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. And then the next episode, they they escape. They all escape. And then suddenly in the hospital, they just, you know, yep. goes into cardiac arrest. That was heartbreaking. It's very realistic and heartbreaking, man. It's oh, it just, is. Wow. It, is a, this... it was a
1: beautifully well-done, amazingly well-written show. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If
1: any yeah. of our fans or anybody catching this randomly, if you have not seen This Is Us, you, you can binge the it. whole season, but you need a box of tissues. Yeah, you have to watch it, man. It, it is so good. So good. I can't, uh, I can't really imagine character? seeing you sobbing like underneath a bunk bed in a dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh... Um, I love Kevin. Kevin? Yeah. Kevin's, I feel like everyone loves Kevin. But there, there's a difference in it. Like, I, I love Kevin and I love Toby. Oh, I love Toby too. Toby's... Uh... But I can't get too much into it about a lot of intricacies because they do happen later on in the show. Mm-hmm. But I love Kevin's character arc.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, this. I think Kevin probably has one of the best character arcs in the show so far. where yep. I watched it, you know? Because now he's going, heading off to Vietnam to f- find out more about his dad's past and all of that. Yeah. And then that that addiction storyline, how it passed on from uh, Jack's grandfather to Jack's well, father like, to Jack to Kevin. And how, you know, I think it's such a long story. Having a wife who's a therapist, mm-hmm. a mental health therapist. Um,
1: disorders like that are genetic. Mm-hmm. Gambling is a genetic disorder um drugs and alcohol abuse and addiction is a genetic disorder and i'll pause here i know we can put a timestamp, and we can put it up but i would love if we could throw up the number for addiction and gambling help all right let me just
0: put that up yep
1: because this is a huge subject for a lot of people a lot of families right. even if we if we're even though we're still growing like there are communities out there, and people even in our community that might be facing this that don't know the right avenues to help with. And that is something I've always admired. A lot of TV shows
0: mm-hmm.
1: that they will throw up that information at the end of the episode. For um, like we we love watching nine one one.
0: The emergency and, call show. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Nine one one and nine one one. Lone Star. Just because Rob Lowe's the man. Yeah. But like if, if if the episode is centering on domestic abuse, boom, right up there, right at the end. If you're feeling this, this and this, then here's our phone number.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Gambling, I mean, I that, that's that's a good thing about media, right? It's sometimes it can be used to highlight these issues. Pe- yep. These issues people don't want to talk about or don't feel comfortable talking about. Yeah. That's what TV shows, movies, that's what they can highlight. Just like for any
1: of our female fans that mm-hmm. feel in trouble at a bar, you can most bars nowadays offer an angel shot, which is help to getting you out of there in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard of that before. I haven't heard of that before. Well, what is it? like? So it, it's a theoretical drink. They usually make something with water or whatnot. But if a woman feels unsafe at a bar, like, if the date's going wrong, it's a Tinder date or a match date, and mm-hmm. they just feel uncomfortable, they can ask the bartender for an angel shot, mm-hmm. and then, like, an escort will be called for them. Um, like, they'll be called an Uber to leave. They'll they, Sometimes even the police are called just to help escort mm-hmm. that woman feeling in an uncomfortable, potentially dangerous situation.
0: Get into safety. Yeah, that's, wow, that's great. I never I never knew that thing existed before, yeah. I don't think a lot of people know that either. So. Uh, you know,
1: a lot of people don't, because I know it's like a Reddit thing. It's a Facebook thing where people will post about. And mm-hmm. it never hurts to try, because things like that will go far and wide.
0: I don't know if you guys can hear the sirens in the background. But yeah, one of oh, the yeah well so there's this hall there's this uh residential residential hall on campus called acres hall and um something's always going on in this hall there's always either the police or the fire truck outside or the ambulance outside every single day sometimes in the middle of the night during the day you just see fire trucks ambulance police rushing to that residential hall there's something happening there all the time so what one time somebody lit one of the um dryers on fire Yep, uh,
1: <laughs> very easy uh, if you have a gas dryer mm-hmm. with a lighter in your pocket.
0: Yeah, uh, someone uh, someone's bed got lit on fire because they're trying to play with the deodorant and uh, lighter thing. Oh, um, homemade
1: flamethrower! Don't do this mm-hmm. at home.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that again, I'm pretty sure it's that hall again. Because I've been summer. around the block too much. I know a lot of dangerous things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, my favorite character from This Is Us is probably Randall. Okay. I, just, I feel like he's a character I can really relate to. Um I'm, nothing about my situation is like his, but I just feel like the way he um you know carries himself, the way he acts in certain situations. It just reminds me of myself. So yeah, it's um I'm, I'm more uh, I'm more like a Randall, Randall. Yep. So, and Randall's that's, that's why that. I
1: see myself as more of a Kevin O'Toey because mm-hmm. humor is my defense mechanism. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's oh yeah. Okay. Toby is one of the funniest characters ever. <laughs> I just find him hilarious. Um, shout out to uh, Jack as well. I feel like he's everyone's favorite character. Oh. Everyone's favorite dad. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm surprised this show got never got won and none of the actors in the show ever won like an Emmy or anything. I feel like there might have been some Golden Globes out there. Probably, but uh, I don't think because I I've kept like, uh, I've been up to date of the Emmy winners for the last, like, decade or so. I, I don't remember This Is Us ever coming up. Because that's, like, one of my, you know, that's that's a way for me to watch new shows. I go and see what, what won the new Emmy or what's been nominated, and I go watch that. I don't think This Is Us is, was ever there. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Primetime
1: Emmy Outstanding Award for Lead Actor in a Drama to Sterling K. Brown. Sterling
0: K. Brown. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I I have to tangent just a little bit. You watch Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine?
0: Yes, I have watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
1: That whole scene with Sandberg and Sterling K. Brown about him butchering how he killed that guy was gold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a quality show. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Modern Family, some of my favorite modern day sitcoms. I'll go go back to Scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah, Scrubs... I don't know. I've never watched Scrubs. I know Scrubs, Michael Sarah's
1: in it. Scrubs paved oh, no. the way. Who? Michael, Michael. Michael Sarah's on in isn't it? That's
0: Zach Graff. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Zach Graff. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Zach Graff, Sarah mm-hmm. Chalk. Sarah Chalk is our um, Beth from Rick and Morty.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Um, it just It had so many good actors in it. And the storylines were just, yeah, they're cut and dry because it was that kind of age. But it still had the humor and everything else that you wanted in, like, a comedy-drama.
0: Mm -hmm. What would you say is your favorite sitcom ever?
1: My favorite sitcom? Mm -hmm. Well, it's definitely not Friends. I like to make enemies. (laughs) Friends and Seinfeld are on my list. Mm -hmm. Uh, One sitcom I can always go back to and still laugh is Community.
0: Community, interesting.
1: There's a Community movie coming up soon. I know. I'm Mm -hmm. so excited. It it's seven seasons in a movie when it should have been six seasons in a movie because YouTube, uh, not YouTube, Yahoo should never have picked it up for that final season. That was bad.
0: (laughs) Uh, My favorite sitcom. Hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of confused between two. I like more Modern Family. I'm a fan of family drama stuff, so Modern Family is one of them. Uh, And the other one, Fresh Prince of Bel Air.
1: Okay.
0: Original, not the remake, right? Yeah, the original, not the remake. Oh, I don't yeah, think the remake yeah. can be classified as a sitcom. <laughs> 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 uh, but, uh, but yeah, it has to be one of those two. Again, both centered around family stuff. I don't know. I enjoy that family drama type of thing. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, it has to be one of them. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's all we watched this week. Ooh, have you watched the latest episode of Ahsoka? I have not had a chance to.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Um, than- I okay. have... I have two big shows that I have to finish that I have mm-hmm. to watch tonight um, before I do anything else. Um, Ahsoka mm-hmm. is one of them, but that fails in comparison to what I'm gonna be watching first thing tonight. And it is the core two finale of Bleach Thousand Year Blood.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: It is a one but that's hour, like twenty minutes,
0: right? That's twenty minutes for right? an
1: hour episode.
0: Oh, okay. It's an hour. Don't wild. don't tempt
1: me. Yeah, they hmm. skipped last week so that it, they could do a season recap.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but just it's going to be four cores. I can guarantee
0: it. Hmm. Interesting. And they're
1: calling it cores instead of seasons or parts because I like that they're throwing on like that it's the second course.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Are you a big fan of the prequel trilogy in Star Wars? Well,
1: we discussed. I like the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, episode one was too preachy. I'm, I'm talking about the politics. characters. Do you
0: like the characters, characters. from the prequel trilogy? Mm-hmm. I did like the characters from the prequels. Okay, okay, so you're gonna like the new Ahsoka episode. Okay, let's just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, let's move on to our main topic today. Uh, finally, we've, we've been wanting to talk about this for like the last four weeks, uh, but we always end up talking about something else and we forget about this. <laughs> um, let's talk about the DC universe. Uh, James Gunn's new DC Cinematic Universe, the DCU. Um, you know, uh, before the WGA strike, they were going at it with all the announcements, casting announcement, plot leaks, everything. So let's just run, run them down quickly. So we have the movies that are coming up with in the near future, Superman Legacy, uh, The Authority. We have a Green Lanterns TV show. We have an Amanda Waller TV show. We have a Creature Commandos animated show. Okay. We, mm-hmm, we have a swamp thing movie by James Mangold. We have uh, a Wonder Woman TV show, but it's not about Wonder Woman. It's about the Amazonians and their history. Uh, we have a Batman, a Brave and the Bold movie, which is going to feature Damian Wayne as Robin. Okay. And we have, and we end with a uh, we have a Supergirl movie, and we end with a Booster Gold TV show. So this is. Ooh. This is supposed to be like, you know, just a uh, part of chapter one. So I think chapter one is like their first big saga, like the Infinity Saga, you can say. Yeah. So this is supposed to be part of chapter one. Uh, and uh, James Gunn did clarify that there's other projects in between, which they're not ready to announce yet. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So the first project that's coming up is Creature Commandos, an animated TV show. Uh, And those characters will be brought to live action as well. So this is a universe with uh, animated series, TV shows, games, and live action movies. Oh, okay.
1: They're including games in it too.
0: And animated shows. So Creature Commandos is the first one. They've revealed the cast. Let me just pull it up. Um, Are you aware of the Creature Commando characters? At one point, I was. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean,
1: excited uh, yeah, I, I do not remember who's on the team.
0: Yeah, let me just pull up the image so we can discuss it. I'll share the screen so the audience can interact with it too. Um, give me a minute. But yeah it uh it, it does have some big names. It does have some big names in there. Um, ooh oh, just... Yeah, okay. I just had to allow permission to uh, share my screen. And we get that. All right. Okay. Um, can you see my screen?
1: Uh, No, I cannot see your screen.
0: Oh, what about now? Now I can. Yes. Okay. So that's the cast over there. Let me just read it out. So David Harbor is yep. playing Frankenstein. Yeah. Frank Grillo is playing Rick Flagg senior. So we, we, we knew Rick Flagg was in the guardians of the galaxy. Um, so Sorry, I mean, uh, the Suicide Squad by James Gunn, and yeah. he ended up dying. So, uh, Frank Grillo is playing Rick Flag Sr., his dad. Uh, we have uh, Maria Bakalova from Guardians of the Galaxy. She played Cosmo the Dog. She's playing Ilana Rostovich. I don't know who that character is, but uh, over here, maybe I can see... Yes, it's the one in the fishbowl on their head. Um yep. Alan Tudyk is playing... Um, what's the character's name again? Uh, Dr. Phosphorus. Dr. Phosphorus, yes. Um, and... Zoe Chaw is playing Nina. Um, can't pronounce the last name. So, <laughs> that's the, yeah. That, uh, I think that's the Frankenstein, the Lady Frankenstein. Uh, no,
1: Indira Varma is playing Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, so uh, who is Zoe Chaw? Zoe Cha
0: is playing a character named Nina Mazursky. Yeah, I don't don't think they have them on screen. Uh, And then we have Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, who played Weasel in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's playing Mr. Robot, uh, that robot guy over there. And Weasel. And Weasel. Yes, Weasel returning from Suicide Squad. So, yeah, that's interesting. What do you think about the cast? This is a great
1: cast. I love anything that Tudyk's in because Tudyk can throw his voice on any character. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he... Anything I've seen him in with him and Fillion, especially we're talking all the way going back to Firefly, like Tudic is great. I, I have no issues with him being cast as any, just a voice. Like, I would love to see him. He might physically be Dr. Phosphorus. Mm-hmm. They might oh, make yeah, up, him will, up and will. do a little yeah, bit of uh, so
0: They work. did confirm that this cast, if these characters were to ever to appear in live action, this will be the cast playing them. So that's confirmed. Oh, that's even better. Mm-hmm
1: and it looks like Viola Davis is still going to be playing Amanda Waller. Yes, Viola Davis will be playing Amanda Waller. So he's still taking pieces even from the CW universe. Mm-hmm. to throw that in. Yep. Which is nice to see. Like he's you, taken like it was a travesty that Grant Gustin did not play Flash.
0: Oh yeah. I mean like, a great a actor like Ezra who was failed by like the script of the CW shows, I would yep. say. And uh yeah. I mean the potential was there for him to be great and uh unfortunately uh, hopefully maybe you know because we don't know who the flash is going to be in the new dcu it could be like a reboot they could explain the multiverse and bring you know grand gustin in. hopefully they do but uh i don't know i don't feel like james gunn would want that much badges attached to to his universe probably just want a fresh start off everything so yeah i feel like um we can move on to the next project with casting announcements or shall we say the main project, which is uh, Superman Legacy? Um, so you know, uh, let me just pull up the main two characters on screen here. We have um, David Cornswet playing Superman. We have Rachel Brosnan playing Lois Lane, who was my pick in our fan cast video. Yeah, yes, it yes, it was. Yes, it was. And then we have a bunch of other characters. We have Nathan Fillion playing Guy Gardner, Green Lantern. We have. Isabella Merced playing Hawk Girl. We have Anthony Kerrigan from Barry playing Metamorpho. And we have Eddie Gagey. You know that mutant meme uh from X-Men First Class for the mutant who could never die ends up de- dying. Darwin? Yep. Yeah, he was, he was that one. Uh he's playing uh Mr. Terrific. Okay. Uh you know what this sounds like? They're trying to make the ter- they're trying to make the um terrifics from Uh, the DC Comics universe? It sounds like they could be. Mm -hmm. So that team includes, obviously there's Dr. Light in it, but they have um, uh, they have Mr. Terrific in it, Mr. Terrific's in it, uh, Metamorpho's in it, Plastic Man's in it, and Dr. Light's in it. So I feel like that team could be making sort of like an uh, entrance or their debut in this movie because Dame's Gun did confirm that other superheroes were going to be involved in this um so let me just read the plot leak from grace randolph uh so the movie's supposed to be centering around um there's a conflict in the middle east um superman wants to go and help the people there but uh the government is not allowing to, him to do that the other superheroes are advising him against doing that and lex luthor is scheming his own plan over there so superman's conflicted on who to follow should he listen to his fellow heroes? She listen to the government or should he just do his own thing? So that's what the whole dilemma of this movie is. So I'm curious to see where thoughts
1: So that that seems like a plot I can really follow along with. Mm-hmm. Something that I, I like to see, because I like to see Superman have internal conflict. Right. Rather than just be, oh, America's hero or fighting for truth, justice in the American way. It's taken a page from like injustice without Superman being the the nuclear bomb that he is wanting to help everyone rather than police everyone. He wants to help people. The government saying don't do it because he wears the colors of America. He's a symbol of America. So him going to help out in the Middle East is them theoretically saying, we're helping the Middle East. And the US government and anybody higher up on that doesn't want that to come out. You are muted again. And now we're home. Oh, just by me. Oh no. Oh no. Were we talking about DC? Or we wait for him on? Do we talk about who do we think could be Plastic Man? Like, I know Jim Carrey's really out of the game, but I would love to see him as Plastic Man or somebody else of that caliber that seems to carry that same cadence. But let's check Discord and see what happened to Amon. And you'll also wonder,
0: see statues.
1: Yes. Um, but here we go. Amon's back. So <laughs> Wait, my incoherent um, rambling can end. You're welcome.
0: We were talking about the plot leak of Superman Legacy? Yes. Yes. Let's pick up where we left off. What do you think about it? Well, <laughs> how far back do you remember me talking? Um, I remember you saying that Superman's conflicted. Uh, and then the, uh, he because he's wearing the colors of the American flag, they don't want him representing the country. But if he does end up doing it, he's making a big statement to the world. That's right. That's right.
1: That that's exactly where we left off before I jumped mm-hmm. before you made me jump the ship and talk about how I want Jim Carrey to play a plastic man, but I know that's Ooh, okay.
0: Him. Okay. Oh, let's let's get back to that.
1: <laughs> uh, I know he's not really acting too much anymore. Um, mm-hmm. but him in a sense it would be like bringing the mask back. Oh yeah. Just put him just make just here. We will give you money. Just this is what you have to act like. Oh no, it's yourself. Cool. Here you go. <laughs> like no, I cool. like. You know I who, like who? I like for Plastic Man. Who? Who do you like?
0: Uh, Andy Sandberg from Brooklyn Nine Nine. See, I can see Sandberg taking that.
1: I can see him going into like. <sighs> plastic Man can get dark too at times, but mm-hmm. I can see Sandberg playing the the fun, happy. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think like we're underestimating his acting abilities. We are because Sandberg hasn't been anything that really tests his drama abilities. That's true, and I feel like this could be it. Plastic Man it, could be the character. It could. It could very well be. Mm-hmm. The closest thing he did to his drama abilities was um, what was it when it was he was opposite Sean William Scott in the tennis movie,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or in one of the Lonely Island offshoot movies. Hmm. Never like, Have you watched Never this movie stopped.
0: called "That's My Boy"? Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler. Yes, yes. I've watched almost all like of this... Adam Sandler's movies. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Andy Samberg, he isn't really playing that comedic character in that movie. Towards he the end, he call. hits the comedic Towards point. The end he is, is, but throughout he's the movie, he's just this... under wraps. Mm-hmm. But th- throughout the movie, he's just this guy frustrated because his wedding is not going according to his plan. Right. So, you know, and I've it's a come on, at the end of the day, it's a DC, it's a comic book movie. Yeah. I mean, none of these are known for their world class. I mean, yes, yeah, so, so the actors became world class, but none of these are known for world class acting performances. Right. Except for there there are a few exceptions, obviously, but overall, generally speaking, not really. Right. Um, and especially for a movie like Superman Legacy, the terrifics probably aren't gonna have a massive role in it. So Yeah. Just you know, I feel and Looking into the future of the DCU, I don't think Plastic Man's going to have a massive role going forward. He's probably just going to be the comedic relief character. Yeah,
1: more than likely um, he's going to mm-hmm. be. Which is why I would want to recast um, The Green Lantern. From Nathan Fillion? Yes. Hmm. Now, we've gone on record. I love Fillion, his acting, his comedy, his seriousness. I think Fillion should play Booster Gold. Booster Gold, interesting. Booster Gold, one of the very few DC heroes I know a lot about mm-hmm. because Booster Gold is a huge narcissist.
0: <laughs> Everything I mean, you know, has to be The whole thing yeah. was I'm gonna steal technology from the future, go to the past so people see me as a hero, not a loser. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: I can see Fillion doing an amazing job with that role. Knowing what he is, hiding his secret about the future, and then using what he has to to build that commanding legion of people who love him, like you saw what he did in like the whole point of Castle.
0: Hmm.
1: Like he was just an actor who wanted to be a method actor, going on to to go to crime scenes, and then he ends up sticking along too long. And with his acting ability, he's able to get in to get more information for the cops. And we see his serious side and more of, well, more of a serious side in um, the rookie. Yeah, that's that, an interesting pick.
0: Nathan that's Burnham. where I
1: see him belonging. Is he? He belongs as Booster Gold,
0: not Guy Gardner. Knowing James Gunn, you know who I think he's gonna cast as Booster Gold. Who? Chris Pratt. You think he's going to pop Pratt as Booster Gold? He says little, that uh, he wants to work with Pratt again in the DC Universe. A little bit he of a sting for Marvel. Who he, wants to, who he wants him to play. And out of the movies that's, that have just been announced, Booster Gold is the one I can see him fitting in. What do you think?
1: You know, I can see him casting Booster Pratt as Booster Gold as a huge sting towards Marvel.
0: But I mean... I feel like so not not, not directly forgotten. as
1: the sole purpose of being a direct dig at Marvel, but utilizing his acting chops rather than just oh you're not just a bumbling idiot, or for Guardians three the off, off the wall off kilter love struck idiot, mm-hmm. but that that's what he started as was he got typecast as a lovable idiot from Parks and Rec, Gunn saw potential in him and gave him what he could do in guardians and he's been like, we saw him in Jurassic world do a lot more than comedy in Jurassic world. Mm-hmm. Mario. Yep. Well, yeah, Mario sit in a sound booth and read
0: these lines. Try to sound Italian. Got now uh, the upcoming Garfield movie as well. Upcoming Garfield movie. Yeah. I think I don't think, I don't know if it's live action or not, but um he's playing Garfield. Chris oh, Brown. Garfield. <laughs> try um, to take Bill yeah. Murray's
1: shoes, mm-hmm.
0: but there's another casting I want to get your head turned towards. Uh, it's been rumored heavily over the last couple of days. Um, James Gunn followed him on Twitter, Instagram as well, and he that's his way of hinting at ca- casting announcements. He's done that with the previous few characters. Um, Jean Carlos who do you think? Guess, have a guess who you think he's playing, mm, who Gus Fring is gonna
1: play. Mm-hmm. Well, he's. More than likely, I'm thinking he's going to be some kind of villain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I would love to... You're in the right direction. Let me you, tell you. you. You're going to make me movie. say Lex Luthor, don't you? Yes, it is Lex yeah. Luthor. <laughs>
0: How, what do you think about that?
1: I think he's too good for Lex Luthor. I agree with you. See, see I think he's Brainiac
0: level. Ooh, I don't know. Brainiac's just a one-and-done villain, though. I don't think they're going to build this, this arc around Brainiac. But Lex Luthor, he can be like the key of... DCU, he could, you could, know? but if you want to call Brainiac a one and done,
1: then there's one other big guy that we can talk about that's not a one and done and a constant threat to the DC universe. Who are you do, you to see,
0: do you want to see Gus Fring play Dark Side? No, uh, you know, personally, they should stay away from Dark Side, the first saga at least. Yeah, it, Dark Side is a second or third, um, tertiary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they should save him for later. Or maybe just not do him. Marvel's done something similar with Thanos. Why do you want to bring another big alien? Do something different. I feel like they, they have... The, there's a, enough stories in the DC library to do something different. And Darkseid is is DC's Thanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more or less. People try to yeah. say he isn't, but come on. We all know he is.
1: He just um, doesn't have the, the ability to end all existence at once. Mm-hmm. Without the anti-life equation.
0: Yeah, the the one reason I don't want to see Gus Fring as Lex Luthor is because I want him as Professor X. Yeah, I think he's the perfect Professor X. I mean, we can have both. Yeah. Uh, so you know, my reasoning is, I don't think he can do both Professor X and Lex Luthor. That's two big characters in two universes. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of scheduling conflicts. But the thing with the reason why I want him to be Professor X is he said he wants to be a good guy, but he he but Professor X isn't. And out and out good guys, more of those morally gray characters, making those hard decisions. I feel like he could nail that perfectly. I think he can too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my pick for him is Professor X, John Carlos Bacito. Professor X, I'm with you on that. Um, and I've, I see, I saw someone on Twitter post this. Uh, what about Mister Miracle? I might not be familiar with that one anymore. Um, I'm not too familiar with him, but I know what the character looks like. Um, it's it's about a character that can escape any trap or uncover any trick. Uh, I think he has some portal ability as well. He's one of the new gods. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I know about him. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's who would you cast Gus Fring as if you had? Oh this? damn! He was made by Jack Kirby. mm Hmm.
1: Um, but you'd have to bring in Darkseid to have Mr. Miracle. Yeah. He was born That's on a dark thing.
0: Yeah. Cause that Darkseid's adoptive father or whatever.
1: Yeah. I don't know. The, I, the internet made the joke already for me. Um, so I'm not going to make it cause it's, it's gross, <laughs> but who should play Lex Luthor? Cause it went so far that James Gunn had to say, no, he is not playing Lex Luthor. I'm not hiring anyone of that industry to play any characters. What are you referring to? Oh, uh, uh, you must not have seen it.
0: Uh, there's an there's an adult film star. Oh, Johnny Sin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Mm. Why not? So, yeah. Overall, like Nelson. all the rumors around the DCU uh, right now. Apparently, after the strike, they're gonna focus on casting the Batman and Robin. Okay. I'm interested to see who they cast as Batman and Robin. Especially Robin, because I don't think we've ever ever gotten a good live-action Robin, right? Honestly, no. Yeah, so I'm (laughs) interested to see how they do it. Um, And again, considering Damian Wayne is 10 years old, I really hope they cast a young actress. We get that young, youthful Robin energy. And then the Rob, because we're going to have two Batman now. Uh, There's going to be the DCU version, which is going to be the more Justice League Batman, and there's going to be Robert Pattinson's more realistic, grounded one. So you know. Go, might as well just go all goofy with it. Give him the sh- uh, shorts. Give him the green shorts, the green briefs, and you know, just go all out. Go, go, Adam Westish. Hmm. I wouldn't say Adam Westish, but go like, yeah, go, go in line with the DC comics. I'd say.
1: Yeah. Well, some of the DC comic Batman are just super dark and gritty.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Most of most of them are. If we're talking, I'm, I'm talking the about the Brave Justice the League the Batman. World. You know, yeah. you're the type of movie I want to see. I want to see. Uh, Tower of Babel. I want to see a Tower of Babel in this DC universe. All right. You're going to have to go on that one because that's over my head. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the one where Batman has a contingency plan for all the Justice League members. So in case they go rogue or ham and he just goes, he has a plan on exactly how to stop them. And those get leaked. Oh, does not it? Isn't the twist that it's actually Batman knowing the plans? Uh, it's a different Batman. Oh no, 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 I don't think so. It's Rachel Ghoul who gets his hands on those plans, and he creates a team of, uh, you know, like Ark, the Ark enemies of each superhero. Creates a team. Yeah. That's yeah. That's Tarabab. So I, I hope they do something like that. There's a clay I want that more mystical Batman. On. I want to see you know a Clayface. I want to see uh um, King face. Shark, a girl or a Grodd or a Scarecrow or a Poison Ivy, you know. These characters, which you probably won't get in the more grounded <coughs> universe, someone like Mister Freeze, a good Riddler. What a good Riddler again! I, I don't think we probably is this one-off side villain in the movie. Is a we TV just got him, in we just got him in the Batman, didn't we? You did. Yeah. The Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman, the Riddler. Oh, that makes me more enticed to want to watch it now. You haven't watched it. Oh, my God. You have to watch it. Yeah, I don't that's have, I don't, Most nights, I don't have three hours of time. Yeah, That's fair, but that is one of the best DC movies like ever. And I feel like, for me, that's... I mean, obviously, you don't like the Bale trilogy, but uh, it's way better than the Bale trilogy.
1: <laughs> well, you say it's better than Bale. Mm-hmm. It has the Riddler, so that's two points going for me. Yeah. And I just uh, it have has, to, it, a, it to has deal with action
0: Hatton. uh Jim Gordon. Okay, Jim Gordon's in all of them. Mm-hmm. Most, well, yeah, the not the old one. The best live-action Jim yeah. Gordon. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's all. That's all we know about the DCU so far. Overall, what do you think, of, uh, think about it? Are you optimistic of DC's future? Do you think James With- Gunn has what it takes to push this universe forward, or is it going to flop again like Snyder's vision?
1: With Gunn at the helm, it has legs to stand on. I With his direction and his quality in what he's put into everything else beforehand... He has the chops to make things work the way that he wants them to. DC just has to keep their hands out of it.
0: Yeah, DC, I mean, yeah, WB Warner need, to keep, their, to, keep yeah. Their WB need to keep their hands out of it.
1: Yeah. The only thing Warner Brothers could put their hands in was what they did this last month, and that's about it. And that was animating Gear 5th. <laughs> uh. I'm looking at you, Kevin. It was good
0: animation, uh, but uh, but yeah, me personally, I'm very excited for it. I'm a you know, I grew up watching the DC animated shows. James Gunn did say in an interview that the Justice League Unlimited animated series really inspired them to do this, so that fills me up with hope and confidence that this might be good. That there's a there's a there's light at the end of the tunnel, um, and uh, yeah, one more thing before we wrap up, uh, I saw this funny story on Twitter on Variety. Um, apparently Warner Bros. lost all the files, recording files of Aquaman 2, which is supposed to come out later this year. And they're just looking, they've been looking for this movie this past couple of weeks. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that just, if that, if that really is true,
1: <coughs> that just shows you the asinine quality that was behind just any sort of security and just management at Warner Bros. How do you? They lost an entire movie. (laughs) I can understand Disney losing on purpose all of the original cells from their original movies because they had to consistently reuse them. Hmm. And they would, if they were done using a cell after they take the photo, they'd throw them all on the ground.
0: Like that. That's a known. What do you think? This is. Did they, do you think they actually lost it or is this is a way for them to cover up oh we're not releasing the movie because uh the test screenings have said it's terrible and James Gunn has clearly said this is not a part of our plan While Blue which came out before this movie James Gunn came out and said this movie is part of our plan we're gonna give it a live-action release it's great you know that's I would what? love for Warner brothers to have purposely lost an entire movie <laughs> that's gonna Just be crazy I wonder how you wanted to come make out that I wonder how Jason Momoa is gonna take that. I feel like Did he get paid? I don't know. He probably I mean, there's a strike going on right now, so well, Momoa is one of the people
1: that's helping the strike go along, mm-hmm. but he was he's one of the front runners of getting paid what they're owed. Like we can talk on the lines of the, the absolute point one percent, like Robert Downey Jr. getting paid what he did for, for playing Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. For Momoa playing Iron for for Aquaman for, uh, yeah, but he's played Aquaman in two movies, but he's he's Momoa, he he's gonna know. fight he's for his Rogo.
0: price. Yeah,
1: he's Th- there's Rogo. a difference between like people like Henry Cavill, who's only been in a few movies of Superman, but knowing his worth and what's gonna be put in contracts to be paid out of. If if Momoa did what Downey did for Iron Man One then there's a bigger problem hmm. because I, because Robert Downey Jr.'s contract was based off of uh, opening weekend sales. Yeah. Like he took the initial money, but then he also made like 2% on all opening weekend sales, hmm. which was an amazing thing that no one else had ever done at that point. So yeah. if Moa did that, then he's only going to be getting paid or only have gotten paid his original stipend for just doing the acting. And he'll see none of the residuals or anything else after that, which is huge and a lawsuit that causes Warner Brothers to go up in flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, do you think it would be hilarious if this was, if they actually lost it? Like, just if they just be like, actually oh, we lost an entire movie. And, and like, someone on
1: set stole it. But, <laughs> and you see no, it on Reddit you, the other something day, something like that. Tomorrow we
0: open Reddit and we see Aquaman Two: Lost Legacy.
1: Yeah, uh, Aquaman Two footage found. One redditor brings you the entire movie,
0: and it's not. Uh, that, I enough. mean, I think that will be the end of Warner Bros. At that point. Yeah, if
1: their purpose, Either
0: Even way, if if look even at they it. Accidentally lost it. They lost an entire movie worth two hundred million dollars. With some of the world's biggest actors. Patrick Wilson, I think, um, uh, is in it. Um, Jason Momoa is in it. Amber Heard is in it, unfortunately. Um, who's that guy from... Who's playing Black Manta? Yahya Mateen Jr., he's in it. So, you know, these are some big actors. William Defoe's in it. <laughs> these yep. are some big actors you're going to piss off. You... A company
1: like that, with the established technological connections it has cannot feasibly lose a movie by accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even a small company like the one I work for that handles hundreds of servers for client data. We have backups. We have backups of backups. This is regular this is data. Big, or
0: this is this used to be the biggest movie production company in the world. Yeah. When you saw
1: that Warner Brothers logo, you were like, oh, they put some money into this. We know that's mm-hmm. going to be a good movie. Yeah. And then they just hired the wrong people to do DC movies.
0: They I mean, they still started. have great movies this year alone. They've had Barbie.
1: Yeah. I'm they saying DC. Last, yeah. D- I mean, DC becomes, yeah, and
0: part and of things. It's like, you know, it's not even that the company's crumbling. The company, DC is crumbling, but the company's still one of the biggest companies ever. Yeah. So, for them to make this big of a mistake, I don't know if it's a hoax report I saw, or not. Like but you have this to say happens- the same
1: thing with like Marvel too on that same side. Like a movie comes out and a movie comes out. Okay, we say Quantum Mania. Nobody likes Quantum Mania. Marvel's going down the tubes. Why did they do this? They released a bad movie. Disney sucks. Disney owns them. We're going to hate and boycott Disney. And then they release a movie right after that. Like, oh, my God, everybody loves Marvel and <laughs> Disney. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy made me cry. Guardians made me feel good. I don't know how to feel about Chris Pratt anymore. <laughs> but just like <laughs> it, it, it's the, it's the this fan base split down the middle. It's uh, The best thing that the parent company can give us as like, mm, 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 so good, so good. And then it's like, Oh God, you have poisoned me. I don't want to live anymore. Yeah. Like I mean, there's it's... so much vitriol. It just, it's a movie. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It didn't live up to your weebish
0: idiotic expectations. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just hope James Gunn gets enough funding, enough back uh, from the company, like the company's backing him up for his projects. And uh, yeah, I just hope Superman Legacy doesn't flop. Because if that movie flops, then his vision is down the drain as well. Yep, Uh, that's it. That's
1: mm -hmm. all it is. It is the the linchpin of DC stands on James Gunn's shoulders. Mm -hmm.
0: The future of DC movies for the next decade, you can say. Because if he messes it up, it's not looking good for DC movies. That's why I said the
1: linchpin. If that Mm -hmm. thing comes out, it's done. It's gone.
0: Yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you leave a like on the video if you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure to let us know what your thoughts on uh, thoughts are on James Gunn's DCU. Let us know what your favorite sitcom is here, or, on, or you can join our Discord and talk to us and a bunch of other people and all the hosts for all our different podcasts. Uh, and yeah, you can also subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive content. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.